I'm Peter Martin. And I'm Adam Annis. This is the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. And we are coming at you right now, and we're going to answer a user question. You say user. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. No listener. Using. I meant listener. They're listening to Well, they're a user of our web page <laughs> and podcasting devices. I don't, I don't think don't, that's a thing. They're a listener of our They're a listener. Page. I'm sorry. A lover. A lover <laughs> of our lover. podcast. This comes from a lover in uh, Berlin, Germany named wow. Andreas. Nice. I assume Andreas is a lover as well as a listener and possibly a user. You know what? I'm a lover, not a fighter, <laughs> in the words of Muhammad Ali. Um, so we got this uh, from our from youllhearit.com where, where you can leave a voicemail, you can uh, uh, write a, a comment and ask us a question, and that's what Andreas did here. And Andreas had a question about something that's been bothering for a while, and that's how do you find the right, right balance when you're playing? How do you warm up, and how do you stay loose once you're, you're warmed up? He gives a, a scenario here. Uh, when I warmed up at a drum set and then changed the room to play on a different drum set for the audition... My careful preparation of my muscles seemed to have vanished in this short time, and I was as tense as before. I can't get, get my head around this. Have you heard this before? What are your tips for approaching your instrument with the right mindset and body preparation in order to enter a performance or rehearsal without any burden? Well, first of all, we're not drummers, so we have no idea. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that, I mean, obviously, Andreas, and thank you for the question, Andreas, is a drummer. Yeah. But I don't think that this is as much of a physical uh, thing. Like, I think this applies to all different instruments. And I think I have experienced this. Yep. Um, and I've heard about this a lot. And so I think we shouldn't, as, as, as much as possible, if we can personalize this, take away the personalization of the instrument. And maybe, like, he said something interesting there. He said, uh, uh, I can't get my head around this. And right. that's the interesting thing. That's the key there, I think. Agreed. You know, our, our muscles, our arms, our hands, our feet, everything, our faces, any tension that usually happens uh, in our body it's kind of manifested as we play an instrument ultimately comes from our mindset. So the more care that we have, I mean, our mind is controlling our bodies and what we do with it in terms of training and, and all that kind of thing. Um, and in the moment, usually the, the tension that we bring to our body is that we are getting into a, a, a situation where it matters, yeah. you know, and that adrenaline is running and all that kind of thing. And it's like we're going out for battle, yeah. you know. So we have to develop some techniques. And I know, Adam, you've gone over some interesting ones uh, before. And are these necessarily applicable to an actual kind of audition or performance situation? Oh, yeah. And, and we've talked a little bit about this before in, in other episodes. But I think, Andreas, the number one things that you can do, you know, the top things you can do are to be as prepared as possible and to develop some kind of routine. You know, it's interesting. So I, I just watched this candid interview with the comedian Martin Short, mm. right? This hilarious guy and the interview uh, the interviewer was a really good interviewer and he asked him you know he said you're one of the greatest talk show guests in the history of talk shows how much do you prepare when you go out and and martin short said i prepare everything i have every joke story prepared i might not do any of them but what that does is if i have everything prepared and nailed before i go out there i have the confidence to go off of that and to do what I can do. And I think that's the key, right? Yeah. It's de developing routines, being prepared so that you have the confidence. So when inevitably the air in the room feels different, the piano feels different, your muscles feel different on the drums, you have that confidence to say, okay, something's different. I'm going to pull back or I'm going to just play simply and that's going to be good too. Yeah. And then I can go off from there. You know, th I think that's key. Uh, absolutely. And so that really kind of understanding that and then 
you know, adopting that as part of your mindset in general, not just on audition or performance days or times is key. And that's not going to happen overnight. But if you think about that, kind of do some reading. And that's great when we can take, um, you know, something like that, a comedian, something from another part of the arts uh, that can make it uh, a, a little less personalized, again, just to jazz or just to drums or whatever, and see that this is a performance related issue, really. Totally. You know, sports, comedy, acting. Um, dance, all these things, you know, everybody, you know, deals with these same kind of issues. And I think the thing then, the preparation, because Andreas, you talked about um, my careful preparation of my muscles seems to have vanished in the short time and I was as tense as before. I think you should think think less about your preparation, your kind of warm-up prep yeah. of that actual day because that's not what's going to get you to a great performance in an audition. It's all the preparation you do the days and the weeks before. Um, and so that's what actually gives you the confidence. Of course, we should try to warm up as much as possible, but we've all been in situations where we don't have, I mean, as pianists especially and, and drummers too, you don't have yeah. access. Well, drummers are cool because they've got the, the they're, little drum pads. They're banging on something back yeah. there at the green room, yeah. But I mean, I've been around, you know, some amazing singers, you know, that do these incredible warm-up routines and stuff. Uh, I remember doing a, a tour with a bunch of gigs uh, with Diane Reeves and Bobby McFerrin, two of the great nice. vocalists, most yeah. creative kind of vocal musicians. Some confidence on that stage. There's some say. confidence. <laughs> and they both have like, you know, very personalized, you know, like, like I mean, vocalists, the instrument is themselves. So they have to yeah. you know how to warm up and react to their body and what they eat and all that has a lot more to do with how they sound. But Bobby McFerrin on that tour was, he was having some vocal issues and he couldn't speak at all. Like we're traveling and he would have a little pad and just, you know, draw. I mean, not draw. He'd write words if yeah. he wanted to talk to him, yeah. saving his voice. So he couldn't do his normal warm-up routine. But do you think he got tense on the gig? No. Well, maybe he did, but it didn't seem like he it to me, it. Yeah. you know. So, yeah, of course, we want to have this great preparation of the warm-up. But even if you don't have that or, or just get it into your mindset that that's not the actual preparation. Everything you've done up to that point is a preparation. So I think even just some sort of sitting and like what I like to do because I usually don't have an instrument. Uh, right before a performance is just give myself alone a couple of minutes sometime within like 30 to 60 minutes before the performance just to kind of meditate and think about the performance sort of think about what I'm going to play as much as I know and just sort of get into that zone and I don't even normally do it right before we go on stage yeah because for some reason there's always like a lot of joking and like I kind of like that too like just being relaxed and doing something else but having that preparation sometime and I think for everybody you know some people need that right before they audition or, yep. or perform yep. but at some point in the minutes leading up to where where you kind of concentrate and you're sort of making a commitment to yourself to, to be like Look, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I'm not going to be prepared for everything that might happen, but I am prepared enough. I've got the confidence to put forward the best thing that I can do today. Yeah, it is that that attitude of like, no matter what happens, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's not brain surgery. It's not brain surgery. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Uh, I think that kind of attitude can really help you. And if you're if you're dealing with other nerves, you know, we talked about this in our sort of nerves episode, which I encourage you to check out if you haven't checked it out but you know you could you could try meditating regularly can help with your concentration and staying focused you can certainly try uh, adjusting your diet and how much caffeine and alcohol you take in before a performance can can certainly affect how you perform um but other than that i think you know you'll find with a regular routine and preparation not as peter said in the minutes leading up but in the in the days and weeks before uh, you're going to see a big improvement. I like to 
have a little little run through an affirmation session mm. when I'm driving to my gig or I'm, I'm being driven to the gig. You know, a little, like, a little Adam is special. A little, time. <laughs> little Adam is like, like, what's going to happen? What are we starting with? What's the tunes? What is? Yeah. Where were the tricky spots? I'm um, fine. All right, everything's going to be good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that that kind of thing because it, it really this is a mental game. You know what was that? Wasn't there a book like something? It was about tennis, like the mental game of tennis or yeah, something yeah. like the yeah. early '80s. Um, that was really a play. I mean, I remember a lot of musicians when I was up at Juilliard were reading that and like trying to apply it, you know, to music and classical music and stuff. But that it really is. I mean, this is playing music is a mental thing. So all this stuff about physicality. I would say one thing is, and, and I'm not a drummer, but but you know piano has its own physical um challenges that we have to think about in terms of being warmed up and approaching the instrument and all that that are different from drums but but i think are very real too um is that it sounds like your warm-up you may be kind of you're talking about balance posture attitude uh everything feels tense you may be kind of putting too many things into your warm-up you know, you don't want your warm up warm up routine to be so complicated that it becomes its own challenge. I mean, the the, the audition or the gig is going to be its own challenge. So maybe like for me, warming up, and I mean, we did that, came up with that great warm up that I don't always adhere to in elements of jazz piano. That was very very simple at the piano. Remember that? It was yeah. just like uh, a, what was it? A call to practice. A call or to something. practice. Yeah. And the idea being that it's really more about not physically warming up your muscles. Although, you know, certainly that's good too. You don't want to roll right out of bed, jump right to the drum set. But um, really starting with something simple that we can get in tune with the instrument, with our mindset, kind of a meditative thing where you're getting pulled in. So maybe if you simplified the warm-up routine, and don't worry so much about your posture and stuff. Yeah, attitude, you want to think about that. But again, that's sort of mental preparation before the day. And something, um, just one more thing to maybe add to this, Andreas, and this would this would go back to kind of your preparation leading up and maybe your practice routine leading up to auditions or leading up to big performances would be to maybe practice the performance in your routine. Yes. Try to get as close to to walking through what it's going to be like. Try to imagine there's an audience. Try to pretend like you're playing for, you know, players you think are really, really good. Try, yes. to, try to get yourself nervous, basically. That's right. You know what I mean? So you can practice getting out of it. Yeah, I mean, and you can always find, you know, friends, family, um, yeah. homeless kids, something, you know, that you can drag to say, at this time... We're you know we're gonna meet at this thing. I want to play this, and you go through the audition or the gig or, or the or the song or whatever, and yeah. you don't because when you're practicing on your own. I mean, you can also do this on your own, but you have to be very disciplined and say after your practice, say I'm gonna go through this tune. I'm not gonna correct anything. I'm just gonna plow right through, and I'm gonna pretend like, like as you say, that audience of people's there. But it's better to just grab some people. You know, our our classical musician friends who are in the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra here do this all the time. When they have auditions, yeah, they'll invite friends from the orchestra over to just play for them and then kind of critique them on it right but it's it's nerve-wracking for them because they respect their colleagues and well and i think they're doing that mostly for what we're talking about just to have an audience and to force them into playing totally because when the first when a couple of them first started asking me that i was like wow they really want me to tell them about not and i'm telling this stuff like no no it's done you can get out now they they just wanted somebody that knows about music they want warm bodies to play the music in front of that's right well andreas uh, thank you so much for for uh sending this question it's a great question and you know we've done some stuff like this before, but there's so many nuances to performance and to getting the best performance you can out of, uh, out of situations that, you know, you're not familiar with that, you know, we'll, we could probably do five more of these in, in nuanced ways. So we can appreciate I, I that. just want to add one just quick thing. Cause I see at the end of his question, 
Uh, I mean, and this is great the way he phrased all this stuff. It's very what, German the way he phrased it. Very everything. German. <laughs> what, what are your tips for approaching your instrument with the right mindset? And I, I like that you're thinking of that first. And I think we touched on that. And body preparation. I mean, I think the body preparation in terms of the relaxation we talked about is going to really spring forth from the right mindset in a lot of ways in order to enter a performance or rehearsal without any burden. That's important. That's, yeah. I mean, as much burden as we can take off as we, we, we want to. But remember, there's you're going to have some burden. I, actually, I don't know exactly what that means means in this sense but if it's in terms of uh, nervousness tension something some of that is okay up to a point i mean don't expect to go into an important situation and be as relaxed as you are when you're sitting at home on a saturday night with yeah. a glass of rioja it's adrenaline can be your friend adrenaline yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. so as maybe too as soon as you kind of give yourself permission to have a little bit of burden mm -hmm. then that can actually make get you into that right mindset of relaxation i think yeah, it's awesome. Well, if you have a question for us, you can go to youllhearit.com, just like Andreas here, and you can uh, leave a comment as a question, as he did, or you can uh, leave a voicemail. We have a little button there that you can just leave a voicemail right there from your computer, and we really appreciate that. Do we call them voicemails? No, we don't call no, them. No, we call them voice memos. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's still like, you know, late 90s, but we're getting there. And uh, as always, if you like what you heard, we really appreciate any uh, ratings or reviews. Well, how many stars are we going for we're this going, week? You know what? It's just like last week. We're going for six stars, buddy. Six if stars. If you thought you were going to challenge me on that, I just uh, don't get it, man. But that's that's our burden. I got a small. I guess has a burden. I got to think got outside the box. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to still roll on here with our our special for Open Studios All Access Pass annually. Uh, we're offering ten percent off to our You'll Hear It listeners. Just enter You'll Hear It ten in the offer field code offer code field at checkout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something like <One> that. <laughs> enter You'll Hear It ten in the offer code field at checkout, and you could save ten percent on every course that we offer here at Open Studio. It's a it's a great package. We're very proud of it. We've had a great response from our You'll Hear It listeners, so we appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. And uh, yeah, if if all else fails, you'll hear it. <laughs>